This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. Look what the Bible says. Read it? Ephesians 1.17 says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of your calling in which the riches of the, glo- of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Which he wrought, look at this, I'm almost done, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Now write this or understand this, although many people go through life situations and are sometimes overcome by the circumstances, believers have to be assured that any problem that does come in your life, you again have the ability to overcome it. If you're still in that situation, it it could be because you want to be there. Look what the Bible says in Jeremiah 33 and 3, call unto me and I I will answer thee, show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Jeremiah 32 and 27 says, Behold, I am the Lord thy God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? God asked the question, is there anything too hard for him? You know, see, one of the things you have to understand and write this down. My faith is not based upon what I feel. Because there are days you feel like you don't have any faith. Can I get a witness to somebody? Sometimes you get out of that bed, you feel like, man, I don't know if I'm going to win today. It don't look good for me. Glory to God. God, I'm not feeling too good. But God said, no, I've already deposited in you. I've I've dealt to every man the measure of faith so that he could overcome whatever would come his way. If he just trusted in me, just trust in me. We got this. Somebody say amen. Amen. Glory to God. Does that make sense? Faith, write this down. Faith is measured by your walk, not your talk. Amen. Amen. That's a, that, that is a bold statement. That, that's, that's Facebook material right there. Glory <laughs> to God. Man, y'all need to take that, put it right on Facebook. Glory to God. Faith is measured by what? Your walk and not your talk. That's why the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. See, a lot of people talking good stuff, but when the time comes, when, when you get hit with stuff, how you handle it? Amen. Are you tripping? Oh, man. Oh, God, what are we going to do? You know, or, see, again, it goes back to, oh, man, I just had something that I had said before, and I got to bring it to you. It goes back to you saying, oh, what am I going to do? A lot of times when you're in a situation, you're trying to figure it out yourself. That's right. You know, but God saying, I didn't, there are certain things in life he never designed for you. Let, let me put it another way. There's a lot of things that go on in life that wasn't designed for you to figure out. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. 
Are y'all with me? Remember, we told you about the difference between ownership and stewardship. As long as you're the owner, you have to figure it out. As long as you're the steward, you just take care of it. And see, a lot of times, and I said this and I'm saying it or reiterating it again, frustration in life comes when I'm trying to be the owner. When something's not mine and I try to own it, man, and you know, you don't have a right to take care of it. You own this. Hunter David said, I don't own this. I'm just supposed to be a good steward. Now here comes a trick question. Here comes a trick question. Watch this. You ready for a trick question? Real fast. How many of y'all own your house? Oh, some of y'all been in my teeth. This cat said he does. Glory to God. Yeah, the, what is he, 10 years old? And he's like, I own mine. Glory, I don't know about nobody else. Now, you know, how many of y'all done paid off your home? I'm in the wrong crowd. <laughs> Glory to God. All right. Okay. Um, I'm going to need y'all to come back in the afternoon. We're going to have financial peace 109. Uh, getting you out of debt and to the place that God desires for you to be. Please show up later on today at 1 o'clock for a financial breakthrough. Glory to God. Hey, man, you own your own car. Okay, let's, how about we go to the car? Glory. All right, there we go. Glory to God. Hey, man, you own your own car. Let me see. Glory to God. Hey, man, isn't that a good feeling? Glory to God. Ain't it good? You don't have to make no payments? Glory to God. Amen. Because it's yours, right? Come on. Where we at? Who, who own their own car? Who own their own car? All right. All right. Isn't it good? Glory to God. To own your own car. You know, you don't have to make no payments. Glory to God. Isn't it great? Hey, man, what you, what you own? Tell me what you own real quick. Genesis. Oh, what? Nissan. What, what you? What you? You. you, you oh, oh, look, look. Mike down here got a whole list. I don't call him a kid. Oh, glory to God. You better go ahead with your bad self, man. Hey, glory to God. Well, that's all right. Now, watch this. Now, watch this. You on your shit? Glory. You on your way. Glory to God. Amen. Uh, you know, you, your son on. And so you get in where you need to go. Glory to God. Because he'll supply your every need. Glory to God. You know, I own, I own my, my vehicle, right? Now, watch this. If I go, go out of here tomorrow, you know, uh, when I mean go out of here tomorrow, if I go to be with God in glory, you know. My son already took dibs on my car, I believe. <laughs> you know, he already, I, I think he already uh, looked at it, and I think he said, yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm sell mine and take yours. <laughs> you know, because I know my wife ain't going to keep it. I, uh, she's not going to keep so, and I know how she is with my son you know. they got a special relationship Amen. so I do know if I was to pass the day now watch this I'm showing you something if I was to pass the day I realized we got to rebuke the flies too and one fly just keep messing with me glory to God you know, if I was home, it would be over by now. I have things to deal with him. You know, there are two things you deal with a fly with. All right, y'all want to know? All right. <laughs> hey, we're supposed to be in church. We're talking about flies. Glory to God. Well, the devil is the fly himself. Glory to God. All right. Alcohol. 
Rubbing alcohol does not destroy your stuff. Why am I telling you all this? Doesn't destroy your stuff, but it will kill a fly and a cricket in a heartbeat. Crickets die like this. <laughs> Amen. All right. And secondly, the electric wand. I do tennis in my house. I was like, you're done. <laughs> Lord to God. All right. Okay. What was I talking about? My car. So, yeah. And they go, they're done. Now watch this. My car. So my car is done. After I die, my car goes. My son probably would take my car. If he doesn't take my car, they're going to sell my car. But guess what? It wasn't my car. Because if it was my car, it would go with me. So really, it, no matter how many payments I made on it, no matter how much cash I put down on it or whatever, it was never mine. I was just a steward over what God has given me. Yes. It's the same as with my home. I never own my home, even though I pay it off. I never own it. And the government tells you that anyway, because they make you continually pay taxes on it. You make you pay for it. Amen. So it's never yours. Stop paying taxes after you done paid for it. Guess what? They'll come and take it and say, hey, this is my house. All right. Isn't that unfair? Amen. Okay, that's just me. But what is pastor trying to show you is when we understand stewardship versus ownership, we won't get frustrated when certain things go wrong or certain things are not working because I'm not the owner. It is the steward, steward's job just to take care of what the owner has given. Are y'all listening to me? And if the owner takes, if it's the owner's responsibility. It's just like when I'm, I'm doing something, I'm doing it for the Lord. It is his responsibility yes. to fulfill the need. It is his sub- responsibility to give me everything I need to fulfill, fulfill what he's called me. You ever notice this about a dream or a vision that God has given me, giving you? The first thing that you ask, how I'm going to pay for this. You ever notice that? Think about it. First thing come out your mouth, he gives you a big vision. It's this big. And then he tells you, Pam, go do it. And the first thing you go is say, I'm going to pay for it. It is not your job to figure it out. That's where frustration comes in when you're trying to figure out what his job is. And so when you try to do his job, you ever notice this? I always tell people when I'm driving, stay in your lane, I'll stay in mine. You ever notice in life, that's what happens in life a lot of times when we get in trouble is when we get into somebody else's lane? Yes. Yeah. Happens all the time when preaching. <laughs> Glory to God. Just snuck that in. The Bible says in Amos 3, 3, how can two walk together except they be what? Agreed. It is the will of God. Oh, I got three minutes. It is the will of God. I want to please God, but I can only please God by walking by faith. Somebody say, I can only please God, please God. By, walking by walking by faith. By faith. Now I'm going to hit something real quick uh, before I leave, and that's consecration. Write this down. A lot of times people believe consecration is me getting off to myself and me separating myself for, for the purpose and the plan of God. But a lot of times it, it's, and it's been preached like that a whole lot, but a lot of times we have to understand that consecration is you dying so much so you can really allow the spirit of God to operate through you. See, because God said, I've already done everything. I just need you to let me do it through you now. Somebody say amen. Amen. And once I get to that place of letting him do that through me, you can see the awesomeness of God. I've given you everything, desire for you to have all this, but you can't have it unless you walk by faith. You ascertain everything that I've already spoken and given you only by faith. 
Somebody say amen. amen. There are seven things. I believe there are seven things I want to give you before you go. Because things just don't happen. They are planned. God planned everything for you. And if you, if you were to follow certain things that he's already given you, it will give you the ability to walk in what he has. The first thing I have to follow, say this. I have to understand that God has given me this thing on the inside calling me pursue. I got to get to the place where I pursue what God's word says. If I don't pursue what God says, I'm not going to receive what he has. Somebody say amen. Secondly, I got a partnership with him. I got a partner with God. One of the things that if I don't do this, I can be outside the plan and the will of God. God has called me to partner with him. God wants me to partner with him. Not me call God, I want you to on my team. No, you got to be on his team. Somebody say amen. Thirdly, I got to pinpoint what it is. What is it, God, that you desire for me to say and do? What is it that you want me to do? Because you can't have faith that's just reckless. A faith has to be pinpointed. What do you want? The first time that uh, was it? Second time we bought our home. The second home we bought. Um, the second home we bought. Man, that was good. Father, he just spoke something to me through that illustration. The first second home we bought, we pinpointed what we wanted. I pinpointed what I wanted. Amen. It's amazing. I said, now watch this. I said this, Father, I know you supply my every need. I know everything. I, you give me desires of my heart. That's what the Bible says. Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, you shall have them. That's what he said. And he says, I, I've given you everything you need, right? All you got to do is ask me. Now watch this. And so I went and I said, God, well, I want four bedrooms. At that time, that's what I wanted. Amen. I said, no, I'm being real with you. I'm telling you the truth. I said, God, I want four bedrooms. Now, watch this. I want a garage, right? And I want, and, and my wife will tell you what happened. Did, did I, I, many of you know, a lot of the folk here know that my realtor's name was Faith. So every time Faith called, I had to answer. <laughs> Oh, only me? I'm the only one that was excited with that? Whatever. Glory to God. All right. But Faith would call and Faith would tell. And so I told Faith. So I told Faith, this is what I want. That sounds real nice, don't it? So I told Faith, you know, God was trying to hook me up. He told, he said, I told Faith, I said, I need this house. Now watch this. Don't get me wrong. Don't get all spiritual and say, well, what that got to do? Yeah, no, God will supply you every need. Stop tripping over things that you can't control and trip over. Okay, whatever. All right. Now watch this. So I said, I want a garage. I want four bedrooms. I said, I want a basement. Because, but I didn't know better. You know, when I said I want a basement. I didn't ask for it finished. I didn't pinpoint. All right. But I did say, I want a basement. Just give me a basement. And I said, I want a fence. Because my kids, how old were the kids at that time? They were little. And I didn't want my kids in the street. You know? And so I needed a backyard so that my kids could stay in. I could, I could sit and know that they were okay in my yard. Amen. Does that make sense? And, this, and then... We were riding down the road, and I, we just went to this neighborhood, rode in, and right then and there, glory to God, walked in the house. I was like, this is it, glory to God. This is it. I walked out. I said, we're going, let's put a bed in right today. This is it. I fin- and my wife now, and even Faith said, hold on now. Glory <laughs> to God. Amen. You're excited and everything. You know why I was excited? Because this is what God has said. Right. Right. 
I was excited because I knew this was God. I said, because only one person can give you exactly what you asked for. Y'all understand what I'm saying? And I mean, it was down to the teeth, down to the letter, everything that I'd asked for. And I said, man, you're, man, you're good. Glory to God. So that, you know, and so we got the home. And the story, we got the home. And then the next time, we had to go move again. And you, you said, why are we moving? I don't know. Because <laughs> I was still happy. All right. But my wife said, don't you think it's about time? These rooms seem like they just got small on us. And I said, glory to God. And then I didn't put an ad in this time. And you know what God did for me? He went above what I would ask yes. or think. You see what I'm saying? I said, well, I'm going to leave the choice to you this time, God. And she said, I think you can do this. And we were figuring out the home. Next thing you know, we had already priced ourselves into the home that, you know, she wanted. And I was like, well, <laughs> praise the Lord. Because at first I didn't want it. Right. Are you with me? But then I said, well, you want it. And then once I got it, I realized I did want it. <laughs> okay, only me. Glory to God. What am I just saying? Pinpoint what you want. When he says whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them. Believe it is. Pinpoint it. But pray it with inside his will and don't do it in lust. Because when you do it in lust, you're just consuming it for yourself. Are you with me? And then there's no need for that. Then you're, you're, it's all about you and not about God. If you, could, if you could talk to me today, everything that God has ever blessed me with, I say it is God. I had nothing to do with it. It's just God. I just walk by faith. That's all I do. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. And, and where we're moving now. Now, look at this. Now, where we're going now, I'm pulling you with me. Yeah. Amen. And I'm saying, please come with me. Come, come, come. Because we're still walking by faith. Amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. If you knew what was going on behind the scene, you know it's a faith walk. Glory to God. Now, I'm going to tell you the story after it's over, but I'm walking by faith. Before I walked in these doors, I, it, God reminded me, you're still walking by faith. You're walking by faith. And I said, God, I have no other way. I got to trust you. I got to believe you. And I'm walking by faith. I've already looked over. I've already put my foot on it. And because I put my foot on it, I believe it's mine. I'm walking by faith. I'm walking by faith. Not for me, not for Jack Miller, but it's for your kingdom. Somebody say amen. When you do that, it's easy to walk by faith and not by sight. Are you with me? Uh, so I got to pinpoint it. Uh, am I almost, oh, I got to go uh, real fast. Number four, I got to have patience. I told you that before because everything doesn't come right away. Second or uh, next, right after that, I got to persevere. Perseverance is critical. Tell somebody, say perseverance, perseverance. is critical. Because you're always, if you're not careful, you may get some people that want to quit. And you'll get yourself around people who want to quit and give up. you got to persevere through it. you got to keep going. No matter what people say, keep going. Somebody say amen. I must. Say this before I go. I must. Say it again. I must. Keep going. You know, the race isn't given to the swift nor to the, but he who endures to the end. I got to get to the end. Somebody say, I must finish my race. I didn't tell you this the last, about that race last night. That guy, when he finished that race, one of the things that I saw, watch this, was there, well, I saw him done, 
But I saw something else. I saw people still coming past him. He had finished the finish line, but others hadn't. See, because they still had their race to run. Just because somebody else looks like they made it over the finish line, that doesn't mean you stop running. Come on, somebody. I'm running my own race. Glory to God. One of the things I learned about that guy last night, he didn't run. They, they kept saying, those Kenyans, they kept saying this, those Kenyans. Now, I'm saying it the way they did, and I'm try, not trying to be disrespectful. Those Kenyans, they are setting the pace. They are setting the pace. They are really going to make him run his, their race. No, they didn't. This guy was running his race. See, if I look at you and try to run my race, I'm going to get tired. Because I don't know what pace you want. I may even get frustrated with you when you're not running as fast as me. Somebody say amen. So I got to persevere uh, real fast. Last two, persecution. I got to be careful because persecution will come. When I start to walk by faith and not by sight, persecution will come. People will talk about you. Amen. If they talked about Jesus, why are you tripping? You know, you're not going to be everybody's friend. Somebody say, I know that's right. And last but not least, there's the promise of prosperity. I will be able to walk into things that God has destined for me and told me that I would be able to walk in if I walk by faith and not by sight. And guess what? I'm out of time. And I thank you for yours. Amen. Glory to God. Give God a big hand. Praise. The proceeding is a recording by the teaching ministry of Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. If this has been a blessing to you and you wish to sow into our ministry, you may send a check or money order made payable to Abundant Life Christian Center or ALCC at P.O. Box 415, Bear, Delaware, 19701. Thank you for listening. And remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord.